Support for For The Players, the pop culture as PlayStation podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FTP at au.manscaped.com. If my math is correct, and it might just be, that's about 8 million balls. For the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast is fueled by The Man Shake. I lost 30 kilos in 10 months using this meal replacement shake. If you want to support the show and Max and my weight loss journey, or to even start your own, click the link in the description below. The Man Shake. Real blokes, real results. For the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culture as PlayStation podcast with the 40 years of playing PlayStation and near on 10 years in that games media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials facebook discord instagram and twitter all of those links can be found in the description below if you want to join us as the conversation happens head over to twitch.tv slash the pop culturist where you can watch us record this show live where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show if you want to support the show you can tell your friends tell your family about this playstation pod if you are listening to us on podcast services be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review which you can now do on spotify and if you are watching on youtube be sure to like subscribe leave a comment below we endeavor to answer every single comment and if you want to support us financially you can at patreon.com slash the pop culturist as well as our merchandise store because.com slash shop we can buy shirts and other th- sorted shit with our logos on it or you can help support the sponsors that help support us because as of today we have well we've had the man shake for a little while but then the sponsor in a different kind of way but our first official sponsor for for the players the pop culture is playstation podcast it's manscaped max like every other pod in existence manscaped hit us up and we're like hey we like the cut of your jib and i like we like to cut our pubes so it was a great conversation and uh here we are we're both shamelessly rocking the shirts yeah, yeah. look at that yeah it's, it's- i mean to be fair it is a ridiculously comfortable shirt. <laughs> it, it is a very, very comfortable shirt. Now we'll do the proper ad read later on, but right, we'll start the show with you know this. We're very grateful to have have them on board. You know, it's very kind of them. As you can see, I've I've put all the gear behind me on the shelf. There's you know the, the weed whacker, the lawnmower, and the ball cleaner, and then the ball, uh, deodorant and stuff like that, which just makes me laugh every time. But it's very, very cool. And the, uh, the crop preserver and the crop reviver. Come on. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Max has paid attention. But we'll, Max we'll, we'll use them. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll talk about them a little bit later uh, in the show. We just wanted to preface it. It's very, very cool. But if, if, if you're watching right now on Twitch, you can just go to Manscaped and uh, use the promo code FTP, 20% free shipping. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you know, why not? Why not? Anyway, how you been, dude? Oh, wow. What a week I have had. So mm-hmm. uh, last weekend, 
um, one of my one of my wife's friends came down from Melbourne, and her and and my wife and Hadley all went and hung out in the afternoon. And they came back and she's like, "Hey, we're not not feeling too well. I think I got food poisoning from going out for lunch." So she lives in Melbourne. So we're like, "Oh well, don't drive home. Just you know, crash here for the night. When you when you're feeling better in the morning, drive home then." And uh, turns out was not food poisoning. Turns out was gastro. So my wife got sick um, Monday, mm-hmm. uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, my wife was very sick, and then my child got sick Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, so the back end of my week, I've had some time off work, looking after my my wife and kid, and trying to dodge that gastro bullet. Unfortunately, it it may have hit me last night because like my kids like vomited all over me a few times, and there's only so much you can dodge when. You know, gastro is pretty highly infectious. So if I abruptly just peace out, just know it's to that I'm vomit dying. profusely. <laughs> yeah, it's to exorcist vomit down a hallway. So for the most part, though, my wife and kids seem to be over it. My kids back uh, eating again. She hasn't thrown up in a, in a day and a bit, so that's really good news because it's not pleasant. I'm one of those empathy spewers so if oh, i hear no. someone like retching it makes me start but i have no problem like i can clean up the issue it's just can't be there while it's happening so i've just got my wife like just get out of the room you just you're making things work <laughs> i'm trying to help <laughs> so yeah it's been a it's been a week what about you how's your week been my week my week has been okay um i'm trying to think well, like what, what i got up to this week uh, let me think. So, what I got up to? So, I, I've gallivanted around the state a little bit uh, for work. Uh, I went over went over to the Northcote site of Gamer. Check that out. That place is is uh, needing help since so we're getting over there. Work has been busy. I've ended up working near overtime almost every day this week, and I'm I'm constantly just exhausted. Uh, yeah. And other than that, like I've. It's it's my week has primarily just been working, and mm. when I've not been working, I have been sleeping or trying to play games with the minimal energy that I have left at the end of the day. You yeah, know? for sure. Like it's really as we you know talked about last week, you know, like being on medicated, which is fantastic, and it actually allows me to focus better, which actually makes me almost use my brain more, which makes me more tired at the end of the day. Use my brain correctly, I should say. Um, still love that. So it's all fantastic. But like, yeah, at the end of the, I'm like, Bleh. and then that's <laughs> how I finish the day. Um, and then I might play some games for a little bit, but yeah, overall it's, uh, relatively, uh, quietish week. Um, yeah, weeks, weeks being a week, but anyways, uh, yeah, as, as I mentioned, uh, oh, we, the Craig, the monster in the chat did mention that we, we did watch the spectacular Keith. That is Keith Lee uh, make his a, a, make his debut in a in AEW, um, which for anyone that has watched, we pro- previously watched the Young and the Wrestlers uh, knows how much I love Keith Lee, and uh, to have him pop up in Dynamite uh, it made uh, Craig and I pop so hard. Like uh, you know, he was really mishandled in the WWE. Like, well, sorry, in the main roster in NXT. You know, one of the first ever like double champs. Only one of the only people to ever hold both the North American Championship and the NXT World Championship at the same time. Uh, to then have him come over to Raw and do absolutely nothing because they gave him nothing to work with. It's disappointing. But he's back. He's over there yeeting people. I'm very, very, very excited. But Max, 
Let's, uh, let's talk about some games that we have been playing. So, uh, to follow on from what I talked about last week, I am still playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I, I don't know how close I am to finishing it because I admittedly still keep, keep getting distracted by shit along the way, but I'm level 25. I'm, you know, going through the storyline things. I'm still enjoying myself, having a really, really good time. When I'm done recording here today, I'm kind of going to just run it until I go to bed because, you know, a, uh, we need to get it done before next week. Now, granted, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What do you mean? We need to get it done. I finished it. You need to get it done. <laughs> I, mean to your- <laughs> uh, my apologies. No, I mean, my apologies, Max. Let me correct that. I need to get it done because if history has shown, um, we will likely be receiving a review code at embargo day. So that gives me till Monday to really go, go at it. So, uh, that's the plan. Uh, I'm, I'm stuck at home. In, are you but- implying that you're going to be spending your Valentine's day with Aloy? Yes. Yes, yes, I will be. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I've been, like, I've been really enjoying that. Like, it's it's very cool because, as I mentioned mentioned previously, like I thought that I had gotten much further in the game the last time I played than I had. Um, now I'm even further again. I'm like level twenty five. I've destroyed near on every beastie that I that I found. So I'm like my list of slayed machines is ridiculous like i um took on one of those big thunder jaws again like i've done it multiple times now but like it just it's almost with ease now remember the first time i was like oh my god this thing is insane but now i'm just like stab you know it's like really easy and i'm really enjoying that like that level of of growth i guess has been um has been really really good sorry my camera doesn't want to focus on my face for some reason i understand why because it's my face but um hopefully it kicks back in uh yeah so that, that's been primarily spending the most time with getting that up and running, getting so, so I can A, chip it off the list for our backlog challenge because uh, I need to. Was that your was that your middle game or your big honking game? I can't uh, remember. What, no, I think it was my big honker. Because what was it? It was Horizon, uh, In Sound Mind, and was it Red Dead? Did I put Red Dead on there? Yeah, I think Red Dead's the big one then. Fuck. I think Red Dead's bigger than Horizon. Yeah, because I remember Red. I remember discussing Red Dead as a single player, uh, as in the single player. I need. I need. I wanted to finally finish it for the first time. Um, yeah, that actually does check out. I have to go back. Mm. I know where's Puck. Puck seems to be a no, keep the one that keeps us in check. Maybe maybe they'll remember. I, mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. You've got to. Like, yeah. But look, I'm not going to play it. Like once I <laughs> once I start playing Forbidden West, it's going to be real tough for me to go back to, to Zero Dawn. I, I can near on guarantee it. So I really have to like push through it, and, and we'll go from there. <laughs> We've woken Puck up from his nap. <laughs> yeah. They are based out of the US, so I, I, I'm surprised that they're even awake. But uh, yeah, Horizon still fantastic. Looks awesome on the PS5. Noth- nothing new there. One of the other things that we've been playing is Sifu. So thank you to the team over at Kepler Kepler Interactive. That's the uh, the distrib- distribution team. Uh, it is the re- latest release from Slow Clap. Uh, it is this kind of, uh, it's a, a, a brawler, I guess. Mm-hmm. Pretty well explained. It's a brawler. Uh, it's from the guys that made Absolver. It's hard. It's fun. But it is also hard. Max, how are you finding your time with Sifu? So, 
I really like the aesthetic of this game. It's set up kind of like one of those old kung fu detective movies. Um, and it's really cool. So, you know, when the game kicks off, uh, it basically allows you to play through what then becomes the overarching story of the game. Uh, which is really cool. I like the way it handles that. Um, the combat is tight. It is very combo-based. It's kind of almost like playing a fighting game akin to like Tekken or uh, King of Fighters, something like that, but in a 3D space where you can just move around. Uh, the enemies do not hold back. They, they, they're not going to come at you one at a time. They'll, they'll you know, they, they kind of mess you up. And there's this really, there's this really cool sequence uh, early on in the game where... Uh, up until this point, you've had, uh, you know, the camera generally sits behind you. Uh, you can move it around, uh, but you're running, you're running around. And then all of a sudden you get uh, basically shoehorned into a hallway. The screen pans out and it becomes a side scroller. Yeah. And there's just waves of enemies just rushing at you. It kind of reminded me, um, it wasn't as many as this, but it kind of reminded me of that scene in The Matrix where all the Agent Smiths are in the corridor and you're just fighting your way through the corridor, smacking, you know, beating the crap out of everyone on your way through. Yeah. The gameplay is really tight. Uh, it does, it is very punishing though. So the way the game works is uh, it, it is essentially a roguelike to a degree where every time you die, you gain age. You age further. Uh, so on your first death, you'll age one year. On your second death, you'll age two years. And you so you exponentially age as you as you die. Uh, with the skill tree, however, there's only there's skills that you can only learn when you're below a certain age. So if you die too much, you get locked out of entire parts of the skill tree. Uh, but uh, you, there's also the ability to, if you want to buy the same skill multiple times, I believe it's five times, mm -hmm. it carries through with you next time so when you when you restart a whole run if you've bought that that skill five times you it then carries through forever is my understanding i haven't played too much of it i i think i'm at the back end of the first level uh the end boss keeps just hammering me i haven't quite got the timing down it is very it's very difficult to to kind of get the patterns of the enemies because they do such different uh they have they all have such different movesets there's uh, mini bosses. When you when you beat a mini boss, it lowers your death counter, so you don't age as much the next time you die, which is helpful. But it is kind of funny, uh, you know. As you get older, uh, you have less max health, but you do more damage because you're more experienced. So you know how to throw punches harder. And you can you can hit those weak points better. But you're old, so you have less health. So although you're doing more damage you're essentially taking more damage because you don't have as much health to begin with mm. so there's this really weird risk reward of do i let myself die a couple of times so i'm stronger but i have less health so you can go down like this glass cannon path as opposed to um trying to stay alive for as long as possible it's this weird push and pull but again i haven't i haven't gone too far into the game the game's kind of kicking my butt and i must admit i'm still Super deep into Dying Light 2. <laughs> well, <laughs> I kind of knew what's going to happen. Yeah, we'll talk about that but, about, uh, but just, more in a minute. Just, just quickly before you take over, uh, Sifu does this really, really cool thing where they put the tutorial in the opening credit sequence. Yes. And you kind of play this little... Um, 
uh, what's that what's that word that I'm looking for? Uh, they do it in movies where they they basically train you during oh, like a, a montage. Of, like a montage. You do a training montage during the opening credit scenes. It's so cool. It's very, very good. But yeah. So like I, I'm with you. Like uh, so there are parts of Seafood that I really, really enjoy. Um in terms of it of how it's delivered. So it's artist artistically, it's fantastic. It's this kind of this soft, uh, cell shaded sort of aesthetic. Mm. And I find that in the cutscenes it's almost a bit sharper than the gameplay itself, which which makes sense, but it's quite noticeable. Um I really enjoy its as you mentioned, its Kung Fu influences. Uh it's very what would be like uh old boy, uh or what would be more commonly known as now would be so references would be like John Wick or the Daredevil or The Raid, I guess. Probably the mm. most similar most ref easy recognizable ref uh, examples references. Uh I have a lot of fun with it. Because I really enjoy running in and just punk, punching kung fu and a combo and picking up weapons and and there, there's a lot about the the fluidity of the combat that I that I enjoy because it is relatively simple. It's light, heavy attacks with parries and dodges, uh, and that's about it. And but it, how you use them is very very important. Uh, so it's. It, the where it falls short now. Once again, this is entirely where I stand. I still think the game is brilliant. And I think the game is very much deserving of all its accolades. This, this is where it's the challenge that I have with it. As someone that isn't as good at games, <laughs> uh, and someone like, unlike yourself, who's, you know, very uh, knowledgeable around what would be the Soulsborne genre, where I'm not saying this game is like, 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 death, like uh, Dark Souls. I mean, in terms of a lot of those things here are very important as in knowing how, knowing their, their movesets, their momentum, how they uh, interact within, you know, what, what their patterns are. Uh, where I am a moron and I never remember that shit. I just kind of go in swinging, which does not work to my advantage. So I myself have cleared the first level. Like I'm into the second and I've made it pretty far in and then it just kicks my face in. And uh, it does have some of the similar problems that I had, I guess, with uh, most roguelites uh, is that, yeah, you have to run it again entirely. It's the same problem that I had with Returnal is the fact that you have to, you cannot like, I understand, you know, you die and everything comes back at the start of the first run. But if I have to go through and do the, uh, the first boss again, to then go into the second level to then take on that boss or then take that boss on again to get to the third, like that's just fucking exhausting. Just to, just to cut in while you made that point. Um, I do want to point out that Sifu is not randomly generated. So every time you run it, all the enemies are going to be in the exact same position. Yeah, so it's not yeah, not completely like Return. I mean, oh, in terms so, of the so boss like, delivery model. Yeah. yeah. So you will you will obviously um, it does make it easier to learn those patterns and to get better because you will know where those enemies are. You mm. know where all the items are going to be along the way. Because obviously, like you mentioned, there are weapons. You can pick glass bottles up and throw them at people and it'll stun them and give you a free hit, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, and like there are pathways that you... So throughout the level, you can find keys or cards or anything you need to open pathways to get you to the boss quicker. So then you're not, you know, being stuck on a bunch of uh, goons between there and there. So like by the time you get to the boss, you are at a higher uh, higher age, uh, sorry, a lower age, at a higher health. And these things are important. However, by doing so, you're missing out on XP. So if you, do ha if you haven't run it enough times to uh, unlock it permanently, you are at a disadvantage if you don't take on all the goons um 
I said, for, like that just, if I can get, if I was to get to the third round or whatever, and then have it fall, you know, fall out from under me, um, you know, it, 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 it actually kind of de-incentivizes me to, uh, to do it. You know, you know what I mean? Like it took me long enough to, to get through to the first one, you know, cause as you said, how, how many, how many, how long have you been playing it for? Um, Maybe two hours total. I, I honestly haven't put too much time to it. Um, but in saying that, I mean, the game can apparently be beaten in 40 minutes if you don't die. So. Well, yeah. So Dan Allen, um, an Australian content creator, uh, they have put up a video of them getting through it in uh, 40 minutes. Yeah. As you said, 40 minutes, no deaths. It's like absolutely insane. I don't know how they've done it, but it's fucked. I but, mean, it's a good watch. Like I've watched it. It's a great watch. Yeah. Like it's very, very uh, like it's fantastic. Like it's very cool for those that very, can do it. It's a very high, sk- uh, highly, high skillful, um, highly skilled watch. But. Yeah, but as I said, like for me, that you know, whether it be my laziness, my lack mm-hmm. of skill, whatever it is that I don't possess, I look at this and go, oh man, like it will, it, like it will detract people, and not, and I don't think at any point. Did the game ever mislead in its marketing? I think it was pretty clear what it was, and if you knew mm. what they, if you knew what Absolver was, you were expecting it to be a hard title. So I don't. And this is not a point of like false advertising, but like it is, yeah, harder than I probably like. It's not as hard as I anticipated. Harder than I anticipated. I did think it was going to be this difficult, but it's just um, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of things at play, as you mentioned. So there is the fighting as well, which is you know learning the patterns. Then in conjunction with the exponential death growth. And there are ways, you know, reducing that death count while also having that risk of reward of like, well, do I gain, a, as, as you said, gain some age so I can get some more damage? You know, like how? Will, no worries. You're going to go, go chunt. Max is going to puke everyone. Uh, yeah. So when you look at that sort of like how you would handle that, it's, it's, it's I can't, I really would want this game to be for me. And I was going in knowing very well that it's likely not a Ryan game. And I'm still enjoying it. I, I don't think I'm ever going to finish it in the same way that Returnal. Because if I have to run all of them, fucking hell, that, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen at all. I just don't have that skill set. But uh, look, I, yes, I, I'm really, really enjoying my time with it. I think it is still very fun. Uh, thankfully, I'm not rage quitting at it yet. I haven't got to a point of like, hateful anger at the game there is quite strong frustration that leads me to sort of step away from it a little while and then I'll, I'll, be, oh, yeah, I'll run back in and give it another go and i try again and um that i seem to be having a little bit more success with it i guess uh for like a better word but you know it, it's uh it's it's not too bad it's pretty pretty good so yeah once again big thank you to kepler interactive for the review code we will have more to say uh over the coming uh weeks because i will continue to go back to it uh and hopefully i can at least get through the second area which i can then hope again to the third because there are five level the five areas in total uh and i'm very curious to see how far i can get i really don't see myself getting to like before i age out of like the second level um there's a lot of a lot of things but yeah you have a sneaky chunder? Oh, uh, no. My, my kid's fallen asleep in the car and my wife's like, I cannot get the front door open. Oh, okay. Like, please open the door for so, me. So I was just opening the door and getting her bed ready for her. No worries. But yeah, so there we go. That's the seafood. We'll, say we'll have more to say 
Uh, this is just more of a, a quick quick review, initial review, because when this microphone off, I'm going to get it done. <laughs> the other thing that we've been playing uh, is Oli Oli World. Uh, it's this no, was another one that was provi- the code provided to us by the uh, by the publisher. So big thank you to them. Oli Oli World is the third, I believe, in the Oli Oli franchise, where previously it was a series of just levels where you would exponentially, you know, take on challenges as a skateboarder. You, you know, it's a side scroller skateboarding game. Uh, they've now pumped it up. We we talked a little bit about it last week uh, in the, you know, it's they've expanded the world to Radlandia uh, and they've added a bunch more story to it. Uh, visually, it's fantastic. Uh, you said you spent some time with it this week, Max. How are you finding Oli Oli World? So I'm still in the first, uh, still in the first segment of the, of the, of the world. The game's still really fun. It's, um, you know, in its simplest form, it, it is a side-scroller skateboarding game where you essentially have a set um set uh to-do list essentially in, in the levels so it might be trick over trick over over x object x amount of times uh do it without hitting any checkpoints all that fun stuff uh the gameplay is still really tight i'm looking forward to playing it more but again just dying like two is kind of taking all my time <laughs> <laughs> i feel really bad i've got I've so many games that i want to play at the moment like you know ollie ollie world's on my uh on my draft list this year because uh, I was I was really looking forward to it, looking forward to it. Dying Light Two, I'm pretty sure it's on my list as well. <laughs> really looking forward to that. Sifu, uh, is is has been fantastic, but I just haven't had the time to to sink into it at the moment. And yeah, Oli Oli World is my is my game that I'm doing the. I've got 15 minutes yeah. before I have to go to work, so I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a run or two. Uh, because you know the levels for the most part are fairly short. You can, you can bowl a couple over. Um, having not played the first two in quite some time, I can't make too many comparisons. I should probably go back in and have a look. Uh, but yeah, the, the gameplay is tight and it's, 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 it's such an easy recommend. I have a feeling that it's, it's only going to get better cause I'm still, I'm still early enough that some of the, some of the levels are, are still very tutorially. Mm-hmm. As I slow that word cause I can't pronounce it properly. <laughs> Uh, um, so I've yeah I've never finished the first area so for its comparison, like, yeah. just from um just from how they set up the story and how they um they set up Redlandia being separated into these uh, self-contained biomes essentially it does uh, excite me to see where it's going to go. Yeah, so like I said, I've near on finished the first area because I have the... this game hits a part of my brain that I don't like. And that is, I cannot progress to the next level until I've completed all the challenges of that level. So that does frustrate me because I'm like, I ain't gonna come back once I pass you. So I need to get all six challenges. So there's three, which is the score, three score challenges, and then three uh, uh, requirements, I guess. Like, you know, do this trick over in this spot or grind here or whatever, you know, those sort of things. They are what get me. I enjoy it. Because similar to yourself, Max, this is the game. I'm like, ah, I got 20 minutes. I'll, I'll, I'll do a couple of runs. And thankfully with the, uh, uh, with the PS5, the load times are quick. There's like, it runs super smooth. There are some times though, cause I'm not, uh, I'm using it, uh, the TV that I have, which is the TV that's always been in the studio. It, it, uh, it, it does have, it's like, it's running at 60 or whatever. So it's pretty smooth, but it does occasionally, uh, screen tear 
which I'm is bumming me out now, Mac. Because you you play on a uh, on a monitor with 120 mm-hmm. hertz. How are you getting any sort of technical like tearing or not anything? That, not that I've noticed. No. Okay. Yeah, I get it quite frequently um, in Oli Oli World. Uh, only when it sort of gets real fast. And like they do at the start of the game, they do recommend that you put your TV in game mode, um, which I I don't have it in game mode. But I find that there's not a lot of big difference in my TV between standard mode and game mode. Uh, yeah. So my like, okay, cool. I put it in game mode and it's still kind of similar, I guess. It might just be my TV not being a big fan. But other than that, no technical problems. The only one of the catches that I have is because uh, it uses the thumbsticks as ways to so you do your flip tricks and do your grinds and etc. Uh, I my brain gets into muscle memory where it wants to do skate. So rather than flicking, oh, yeah. rather than oh, flicking yeah. in just one direction, because all you need to do is flick in one direction for Oli Oli. But my brain goes to skate where it's flicked down and out, down and up, you know, up and down, you know, like up. So you're, you're doing in two directions. So I end up not doing the trick I want or buggering it up completely. And yeah, it's a minor little hiccup, but I'll get there. My brain will get there. I just have such ingrained skate memory. Oh, I know that feeling. <laughs> but Max... Now is your time. We said that we we said that we'd be getting a uh, a dying light two update near on every week. It's time for more dying light two. Now you'll be able to play co op because it's post launch. Yeah. Is it? So uh, again, I've been predominantly only playing playing co op. Uh, it was rough. Now a patch dropped this morning, I believe, at time of recording, with a bunch of fixes for for playstation for mainly online connectivity uh there were times where you'd randomly just lose uh the, the host would lose connection to the matchmaking servers everyone would get kicked out of the game and then you wouldn't be able to rejoin each other you'd have to physically re close the game restart the game and go back in okay which was fine i mean the ps5 is pretty quick it doesn't take too long to get back into the game it's more of an inconvenience than anything but it is it is frustrating uh, I'm still not digging the story. It's kind of like it's cool that they've put in all these branching paths, and I've seen a few different uh, choices because uh, I'm playing with a full set of four, so me and three others. There's been times where only a few of us are on, so we've been playing. Di- we're all at different areas of the story. So the one thing they changed from the first game to this game was in the first game, if you played cooperatively and you finished story content. If you went back into your own old world, into your own world and played solo, if you weren't up to that point, it would say, hey, you've played all the all these missions before in multiplayer. Would you like to skip ahead to the next story beat that you haven't completed? Mm-hmm. Which was cool. They don't do that here. Now, the benefit is you get the mission rewards again. You mm-hmm. don't get the XP, but you get the mission rewards. So that's kind of cool. Uh, but there's also there's also that tedium of now I have to replay the story, but it's also been a kind of saving grace because it's allowed me to pick different beats along the path that we as a group picked the first time. Because there's a lot of choices, like dialogue choices and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, and that does vastly change how you play depending on who you're aligned with, whether it be the, the peacekeepers or the law enforcement or the uh, just the survivors. Um, so... 
you know, it's fine. Uh, the gameplay does vastly change from the first one with the uh, no longer having guns. Um, bows and crossbows are like the most high-tech things you're going to get your hands on, which is kind of cool. Uh, again, like I said last week, the parkour system has been vastly improved. It feels so much better than it did in the first game, which is really what the, like this main... The, it is really the main focus of this game. And like it's its biggest selling point is the is the parkour system. Um, it is frustrating going and playing a different game after Dying Light because R one or, or right bumper or however you're playing it is jump in this game. Obviously, to give you the freedom of movement to have both thumbs on the thumbstick so you can uh, look around. But then uh, I went and did a run of Returnal afterwards. I kept pushing R one to try and jump. I just died straight away. Is so that? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> that, that. Um, so I'm probably about, I'd say close to 30 hours in now. Um, I've just unlocked a few more of the Night Runner tools. So uh, one of the new additions is a paraglider, which is cool. It allows you to traverse the city a lot easier because the, the city this time around uh, has much more verticality in it than what the first game did. Uh, they've brought back the grappling hook from the first game, but it works very differently. Where the in the first game, it was kind of like... Batman's grapple hook, where you'd shoot it and you it would pull you towards where you anchored it. In this one, it's literally like an old school rope and grapple hook, so you can attach it to things and swing. swing. Okay. Um, now there is you can upgrade them and you can kind of pull yourself up on it, so you can kind of use it to climb up vertical surfaces, but it is tricky. Uh, but yeah, the, the the game's still so much fun. It is a shame that I'm that the story is not hitting me too much. Um, it's it's suffering from that you have a very early on in the game you have a very specific thing that you want to get done and that's find your sister and it suffers from what fallout and every other open world game does where you're like this is so important to me but i'm gonna go get some honey and some flowers over here and i'm gonna help this guy find his book and I'm going to go get this person some shoes. And then this person might be able to help me find my sister if I help him do this whole thing. And yeah, it's a, it's a shame because obviously, uh, you know, this, this game at one point was delayed indefinitely. Uh, like I'm super glad that it, that it did come out. I'm, I'm still really having a good time with it. But I think the main thing that's making me have a good time with it is is the co-op gameplay and the gameplay of, of the game itself not so much the content of the story okay if that makes sense it does make sense because it's it's not really uh, it's more fun to play than yeah well because i I know that's one of the reasons that you loved the first sign light so much was that co-op multiplayer story experience i'm a a sucker for a co-op game so like i like i knew i know that's not for me in that sense because I admittedly haven't played a lot of it because I have been uh, uh, busy playing other other things. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was, I was, you were always going to be the, the stronger voice in this one of the of the greater thought, I guess. And mm. I'm a little, it's a bit bummed that you're not having the greatest time with it. But you but know, I'm still having a I'm good, still having having a good a, time. A, but yeah, but yeah, that's I a, get where you're coming that, from. That is that is a bummer, absolute bummer. Uh, I think there's anything else. Have we played, been playing anything else this week? No, nah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, me too. I, I opened up Destiny 2 with the with the expansion coming out in like a week and a half. Yep. And went, oh, there's still no new story content. Bounced. And then turned it off. <laughs> and then bounced. <laughs> like, I'll just wait. Not bad. 
All right, well, let's get into our, uh, I guess, our ad read section, it seems. So for those who don't know, over the last uh, 18 months, I have lost over 40 kilos using a product called The Man Shake. It's a meal replacement shake that I am an ambassador for. And as a result, they help support this show. Uh, Max, too, has also been on a weight loss journey. Uh, we have this section every week called our Get Less Fat Update, where we keep ourselves accountable of how our week has been. Max? Yeah, obviously, barely, with, obviously with your vom, vom fest this week. We've, we've barely been eating in this household all week, so just well, that, copious amounts of water. Well, that's good. <laughs> you know, I mean, I imagine you've lost weight this week then. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been rough. Uh, so fuck, B's giving me shit in the chat. <laughs> Don't ban him. He's mod B's is is, is good dude. No, no, that's that's cool. I, I recognize him from um from Jerds. Yeah, from Jerds. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, I'm in a similar boat. Like this week has just been survival. Like I've actually, it's one of the weird one the weird downsides of my uh, of my medication is that I just forget to eat because I'm busy. My brain's thinking not like they they talk about how like the how Ritalin can be a hunger suppressant. But I presumed mm. in the idea that you would, it would stop you from eating because you're not hungry, which I guess is kind of accurate. It's but not, it's not an appetite suppressant. It's just you kind of got other yeah, things on your you mind. Just so you just focus your, it, it gives you yeah. the ability to focus elsewhere. So then my body kind of goes, hey, you're hungry. Like we are hungry to the point that you have to focus on us now. I'm like, no worries. Thank you, buddy. Let's eat now. And mm. like, admittedly, I have been eating less. Like on a daily, I was kind of skipping meals, and then like, oh shit, I shake time, and then I'm like, oh, you know, nope, oh, I missed my snack or whatever. But anyway, look, if you want to, if you want to support us on uh, on our weight loss journeys, or maybe even start your own, you can. There is a link in the description. Bitly, b i t dot l y slash f t p man shake. You don't have to buy anything; just click the link uh, and help support the show. But Max, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we, this show for the players, the Pop Culture as Pleasure podcast now has a sponsor. It appears that we have a theme in the uh, the brands that we work alongside is that it's man focused, I guess, but you know, not, not accident, you know, superly gendered or whatever, but the team over at Manscaped hit us up in the back end of last year. I'm like, hey, we like we like this. We like the cut of your jib. We'd love to organize something. So they did. Uh, they have sent both Max and myself out the performance package, which is the package that is behind me on the shelf here. Now, Max, did you bring yours in the room with you? No, I don't have my oh. mine's currently drying off because I used it uh, this morning in the shower. So it's all wet currently <laughs> and dry and Well, in that off. case, let me reach back. So the big thing that they're, that they're promoting at the moment is their Lawn Mower 4.0. It is a body hair groomer. It's down for all your uh, man parts, but your body hair, your chest hair, your tummy hair, your back hair, your ball hair, your gooch hair, you name it. It's, uh, it's probably going to help you over there. It also comes with the Crop Preserver, which is a ball deodorant uh, and a, what is it? What is it called? The Crop Reviver, which is a... Uh, a toner spray for your front area. Now, I was like, toner? Like uh, like a printer toner? Like, am I going to make my, my ball sack darker? Like, is that what I'm going for here? No, it's more like a, like a toner is something that you would use, I like, say, for more under 
more traditional non-dick uh, circumstances. It's like, say, if you had, if you had taken all your makeup off, you'd spritz the toner on your face, and it would kind of help the skin. So I guess if you take once you remove all the makeup from your dick area, you give it a bit of a spritz, and uh, it's kind of you know it gives it a little bit of a oomph, bit of a bit of a bit of a bit of a zhuzh, as the the old the old queer eye expression was. But uh, yeah, look, you know, we're gonna talk about our fucking dicks for a minute. Um, so like, <laughs> so I've been using it. Uh, I gave it a red hot go. It was rad. Like it was just a cut of shit. I didn't have like it's one of those things. Like I I have have trimmed in the past. Uh, I've trimmed in the past, but uh, never with its own dedicated tool. So it was nice to have have the appropriate uh, uh yeah, you know tools, the equipment to do what I needed to do. Uh, yeah, I I ain't complaining at all at all. And the nose hair trimmer because like gets a it's a jungle up in there so they got the weed whacker as well which is the the nose trimmer that was the thing i was probably the most excited for like the ball trimming awesome but like i'm i'm becoming an old man and that means ear hair and nose hair apparently so like i know that feeling you know especially when you're rocking masks all day which is what we have to do now it's like cool well if i can hinder my breathing less cram all the hell get they get them yeah yeah and it sounds like it's just ripping through a fucking hedge you know it's just like if my nose hairs slowly get removed it's it's awesome how how has your manscaped experience been this week next well as their slogan as their slogan gives out you know your balls will thank you and i must admit my balls were a little concerned to begin with because i have a tendency to Cut my face while shaving, let alone the precious jewels. So it, I had to talk myself into it. But I must admit, very easy. There was no snags, no, no nicks, no cuts. Um, I used one of the... I didn't want to go too crazy. I did put one of the, uh, the head guards on. Mm-hmm. So just a small trim. And tidy, you know, general, tiny up. Uh, big fan of the, uh, the, the preserver. The, the, the after use uh, cream mm. has uh, was was quite nice, you know. Gave it a little zhuzhing afterwards. <laughs> Bit of a, you know, like a. Um, but uh, again, like you mentioned, the, the nose hair trimmer was a brilliant, much needed. Uh, the one thing I the one thing I really enjoyed about this, and one thing I really liked, is the ease that you can take everything apart and clean it out. So I um, these are these are all waterproof. Or you shower safe, so I, you know, did it in the shower makes it easier. Uh, and then you you literally just push on the push on the blade head, folds back, take it out, and get your little brush in there, get everything out. You let it dry out before you know, obviously putting it back in its in its charging dock. It worked much better than I I I was skeptical at first, but I am now completely sold, and um, I'm looking forward to the next trim. I I even decided to. Uh, I ponied up. I've signed up for their their monthly care package. So it is recommended that you change your blades for hygiene purposes once every three months. Mm-hmm. So I've signed up for a every once every three months I will get a new set of razor heads for both the, the lawnmower and the weed whacker. And I'm also gonna get some extra ball toner. <laughs> so very nice. Big win there. Yeah, I'm very... I'm, I'm all in now. So, yeah. So, I, I did dive a little bit into the extras as well. I, I picked up the bald wipes I, purely because I thought it was fucking hysterical. The idea there's a little wet wipes for, my, for, for, your, for your crutch. Are the mop tops? Yeah, the mop, mop tops, I believe they've got. That made me laugh so hard. Like, cool. And they also have like a nice straight razor for your face as well. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. 
I'll give that a ball, uh, give that a, a go. Why not? Because like they do kind of the, the range itself does sort of cover everything you'll need in terms of body hair, uh, uh, you know, sort of managing. And it's interesting. Like it's not that I said as, just, and personal hygiene in general. Yeah, yeah. Personal hygiene. and as someone like I, I have done that stuff in the, in the past before, but it was really weird. Like uh, having that moment, you know, like you know, it's all trimmed and like it, it, no one sees that area really, but like I did feel a bit more confident. Like, you know, like I was like, oh, well, that's trimmed. Like it smells nice down there. Cause you know, it's, 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 it's summer in here in Australia. It's fucking, cr- you know, it's just swamp city down there on a hot day. <laughs> it's gross. But at least I, like one of the things like, even when I was a fat dude, one of the things I was always conscious about was being a smelly fat dude. I never wanted to be that. So like knowing that there's at least, you know, with a lot of stank that can tendly come out of your front area, you know, it's kind of a good thing that there's at least something that can make it a little bit, uh, a little bit nicer as well. All right, but there we go. So this is the, this is the actual ad read part. So the port for, for the plays, the pop culture, especially podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. They are, the, who are the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They have recently launched their ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the performance package, which is what we discussed before. It comes with the, the lawnmower 4.0, the ball toner, the ball cleanser, uh, the little tote bag behind it, the, uh, the paper to cap all your 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 ball hair so you know it doesn't you know look like you've someone <laughs> fucking threw half a cat near the toilet or left it on the bathroom floor uh as well as a, a nice pair of underpants which are very comfy by the way uh the join over four million men worldwide who trust manscape with this exclusive offer if you head over to au.manscaped.com and use the promo code ftp for the players, FTP, you get 20% off your order plus free worldwide shipping. Uh, and if if I do my math and I believe it is correct, on average, that is about 8 million balls that are currently being kept uh, by Manscaped. So that is 20% off plus free shipping. Uh, and that's across the board as well. So not just the, the performance package, anything you pick up, 20% off. It's not... Oh, and- I- just a quick add-on to that as a PSA, they're currently, um, everything's currently on a 45% off sale at the moment, and our code will apply on top of that. <gasps> so go out there, do your balls a favor, they will thank you. <laughs> yeah, just sort of, throw, yeah, yeah, do it out there, it's, it's nice. Hey, look, it's, a, it's a, the deal's right there, it's nice and tidy, just like our ball sacks. It's back to the show. Back to the show. <laughs> All right, Max. Let's get into the section calling the form. The players we tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. I cannot believe the opening of our show now goes for fifty minutes before we get to the. <laughs> <laughs> it's only okay. it only gets worse. Like we just uh-uh. more and more. All right, let- Let's kick off with some Sony news. First up, we have the PlayStation 5 firmware update. Sony released a new PlayStation 5 firmware update beta earlier this week with a full global rollout scheduled for later this year. The emphasis on the new system seems to be on parties, which people may recall causing an uproar a couple of years back when Sony made the unexpected changes to how they operate. Sony said that it was looking into this at the time, and this seems to be that response. You will now be able to create open and closed parties across both PlayStation 5 and PS4 systems. Essentially, an open party means that anyone can join as long as you're friends with an existing party member. As you'd expect, closed parties will require invitations, 
To accommodate this, the game base on the PlayStation 5 has been given a refresh, with new tabs allowing you to toggle between friends, parties, and messages. There are other quality of life improvements, such as easier access to share play and some alterations to the friend requests interface, which will make it easier to decline them. You will be able to pin most played games to your, to your crossbar now. In addition, the trophy interface is also being given another visual overhaul, while Sony is adding optional voice commands to the new gen console, although this will be limited to English only at first. So, like, is there anything in here that's really jumping out? You obviously, you know, you quite frequently use the, the party new, chats and stuff, so. I've gotten used to how the party chats work. It's kind of fine. It was annoying to begin with, but it's it's all right. Um, the big one for me is now the, the new trophy interface looks pretty good. Um, it does look like it's easier to track your trophies and stuff now. Um, there's no, no word on when this will drop for the general populace. Um, I decided to, I was in the beta program for the, for PS4 firmware updates. I didn't bother signing up for the PS5 firmware updates because there were some, you know, as with anything, there are sometimes some hiccups with using beta firmware and I just didn't want to run the risk this time around. Yeah. Wasn't so bad when I, wasn't so bad when I had three PS4s in the house, but when you've only got one PS5 and something goes wrong. Yeah, and last thing what you last thing you do you want is your uh, PS5 to brick itself from a software update. Yeah. Look, for a lot of these things are really not that will affect me directly. I understand why they would work for others. Like party chats, I don't use. The only party chat I'm a part of is the one with you in your the group that you guys do. And uh, like, I don't get friend requests because fuck it, and you know, I don't really play with people so it doesn't really bother me the trophy yeah. interface game another visual overhaul is pretty cool um as long as that you know as long as they can make it better again but other than that pfft, you know it's fine yeah it's fine might jump into this, this next one yeah 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 most of the stories are pretty long today so if you want to go one for one oh sounds good all right sony ai and gran turismo 7 developer polyphony digital have announced a quote breakthrough project in ai and quote on the 9th of feb Named Gran Turismo Sophie, the team is working out how to implement it into the future entries, entries into the GT series. It will not be part of the Gran Turismo 7, however, or at least at launch. But it is hoped the research will aid the development of self-driving cars as well as self-learning AI in games. Gran, Gran Turismo Sophie played Gran Turismo Sport for hours until it had learnt enough to beat pro drivers in races. That included Gran Turismo world champion Takuma Miyazono speaking to Wine through a translator. He said, quote, Sophie is very fast with lap times better than expected for the best players. But watching Sophie, there was certain moves that I that I only believed were, po were possible afterwards, end quote. So in order to achieve this, a neural network was trained to improve its operation on the, of the controls and then provide feedback feedback based on what it had done quote the approach known as reinforcement uh, reinforced sorry re as reinforcement learning is inspired by the way animals respond to success and failure in the real world although it is decades old the method has come to the fore uh, to the forefront in recent years thanks to more sophisticated algorithms more powerful computers and more copious training data 
Uh, Kazunura Yamauchi himself, the creator of the Gran Turismo series, explains the most impressive thing about Sophie is its ability to avoid incurring penalties. The technology is planned for, quote, future versions of the game and is likely to be used to help novice drivers get up to speed and the veteran racers to further improve their craft. Quote, Sophie takes some, uh, sorry, Sophie takes some racing lines that a human driver would never think of. I think of a lot, I think a lot of the textbooks regarding driving skills will be rewritten what do you think it seems Max? Cool. it seems cool that they're i mean <clears throat> it makes sense that uh, an ai would eventually be better than us at, at, at video games um it's cool that they you know that they think that this will help develop self-driving cars because there's problems with those <laughs> but yeah it's it's such a cool thing for for a gaming studio to be working on um an AI, a new AI system. It's what what I love about this is yeah, not just its involvement in uh, in gaming. Like the fact that mm. it can separate outside of that is even better. Again, yeah, like it has a, a real world use case. Yeah, and it's it's the same. Like one of my arguments for the longest time when it comes to VR is that its its use and potential is way greater than gaming. And mm. some of the AI sure. and the learning and the things that we can see within within games development, it's great to see it get external use. Uh, now, does it concern me about AI car driving? Yeah, it's a you know it's the same idea of like, do you hit five people or one person? It's like that whole kind of that tr- was that uh, the tram track thing again, mm. you know? And like, I do love the idea that it's going to be scalable. I guess in, ter- in, in terms of a game use example, where it'll you know be it'll, it'd be good in a way to help up and coming people in the GT series, but then also be add a bunch of challenge for the. Uh, for the uh, the veterans, for those that have mm. uh, the seniors, the ones have been playing for a very long time, uh, you know it uh, it checks out. It's really really cool. So as we've touched on before, GT Seven is coming out what next month, fourth uh, of March, I believe. Yeah. So we are in no way experts when it comes to uh when it comes to uh, uh racing games let alone sim racing games so we've been reached out to a friend over at uh, named travis over at the dual sense podcast another playstation out of america uh he is a massive fan of racing like even down to like competitively competing competitively competing that's a weird sentence uh in gran turismo tournaments etc uh they're gonna come on the show and we are gonna uh really break down gt7 so it'll likely be an episode of more the players uh, and we will go to all the nitty and gritty from at least from the casual side from us and potentially and well, and uh, the the complete hardcore side with him. I look, I look forward to that chat because I'm sure there'll be things that as someone that I'm not even a big car fan, really. I just have one. Mm. Um, so I'd be, be fascinated to see uh, where it goes. All right, Ryan, they're here to stay, apparently. So, perhaps under the cloud of the regulatory investigations, Microsoft has effectively committed to multi-platform releases of Activision Blizzard games like Call of Duty and others. This news broke as part of a statement earlier this week, but as is always the case, there was some wiggle room in the language that made people skeptical. However, in an interview with CNBC, President Brad Smith makes things crystal clear. Xbox will not stop releasing Activision Blizzard franchises, including Call of Duty, on Sony systems. He actually talks about adding more consoles to the publisher's output, Nintendo being cited, for example, and compares the acquisition to Microsoft purchases, uh, Microsoft's purchase of Mojang, which has ensured Minecraft remain everywhere. 
quote, One of the things we're being very clear about as we move forward with the regulatory review is that great titles like Call of Duty will continue to be available on the Sony PlayStation, Smith said. We'd like to bring the other popular Activision Blizzard titles to Nintendo devices and ensure that they continue to be available on PlayStation as well. What I love about this is that very wording. Hey, with the regulatory review, uh, we just want to let everyone know that it's not a monopoly, uh, that we will be going uh, to PlayStation. Look, we are so non-monopoly, so non-monopoly. We're gonna go to Nintendo as well. Fuck it, why not? You know, like it, it makes it makes me think that their their plans they're, were different. Their, the plans were were completely different, and because now that they're getting looked into, they're like maybe we're they're when we're not gonna be able to make this purchase go through unless we put on the record that we're going everywhere with these games. Yeah, because then it doesn't matter if we own them. Because they're still available to everyone. Exactly. Like it is it is that real gray area. They're like, yeah, and so no in the chat ads, I think we'll see maybe more timed console releases similar to what PlayStation does. That is the most yeah, likely outcome. That's the most likely. Um and it makes sense because it, it will be that it one of the things we discussed about previously was like, hey, even us as PlayStation players and fans, like, it's a little bit fucked that they put this 12-year exclusivity, a uh, 12-year, Jesus Christ, 12-month exclusivity on these game modes because the new game comes around next year and no one's going to fucking care anymore. You'll um, probably find it'll be play here first on Game Pass. We'll release on other platforms three months later. Like, yeah, like you'll get it to, you know, you get it a month early on Games Pass mm. or DLC comes first on, on Xbox, which is, that's not new either. That was the deal on the 360. That is the deal now on PlayStation because they have the marketing and exclusivity deal mm. around that. So come 2023, I imagine the, that will transition back to Xbox. Uh, like, look, it's, it's, well, because we discussed it, what, two weeks ago now about, I was, I believe I was confident that they were going to try put into exclusive, like uh, the tactics once again with, with Phil Spencer and talking out both sides of his mouth, it, it, to me, like Call of Duty is going exclusive, mostly because the, the stance they had at the start of the generation was, ah, games are for everyone, but also not really, but they are for everyone, but not now, you know, so like I was very, very open to the idea of them just locking it all down. Uh, and it appears that, yeah, there has been some sort of, some bit of push, bit of strangle uh, on them, bit of pressure. Uh, cause like having the F, the F, uh, was it the FTC? Um, they normally look over these deals anyway. So unless they have something that they should have been concerned about, why would they make this change? What is presumably a change? Because yeah. I don't know about you, if they weren't going to do this, so if they were going to do this, why not announce it on the day you announced the acquisition, like Sony did with Bungie? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. We'll Call, Call of Duty may not be exclusive, but fucking everything else will be. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Rumor time, Max. This one is for you. This one, this one will get you a little bit excited. Remember when the... And before we jump in, though, no! Quickly jumps in with the chat. It says, but then some games, uh, Gears of War, you see a massive revival... Gears of War or God of War? Could be either. You see a massive revival surge and see a more all-around polished release, seeing they focus on one or two at a time rather than all of them. God of War. Good of War. <laughs> Wish the game was called The Good of War. That would be a much interesting game. 
Now, Max, remember that big NVIDIA leak in September last year that had everyone salivating over the crazy-sounding projects like Final Fantasy IX Remake and Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah, you did. Well- I think there was other stuff like uh, your Monster Hunters and uh, some other crazy stuff. Dude, the amount of things that are coming that, that are solely coming out as real from that NVIDIA leak is actually well, that's, that's, insane. They're all listed in this story. We really need to go back over that list because fuck. Oh, yeah. Well, they may not be so crazy, Max Wink. We're obviously six months down the line from the the original leak and revisiting, uh, revisiting it has sparked a whole new round of speculation across the internet. This is because the long rumored Chrono Cross remaster was officially announced this week. And the rumors surrounding the project all began with that NVIDIA leak. At the time, there was some skepticism. Why the hell would Square Enix remaster Chrono Cross? But here we are. And that's not all. Other games listed in the leak have also appeared over the last few months. This leak included, an, included a new Bioshock game, which is recently all but confirmed, Crisis 4, which was announced last month, Sniper Elite 5, which was announced in December, Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, which released poorly in December, and a bunch of other titles have since been heavily hinted at. So, which of course leaves us staring at listings like Dragon's Dogma 2, Monster Hunter 6, Street Fighter 6, Kingdom Hearts 4, Tekken 8, Mortal Kombat 12, uh, potentially teased just last month, apparently, and Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Tactics Remaster with the eyebrow raising Final Fantasy 9 remake. So, uh, look, admittedly, when we, when we did today, like, look, a lot of these are given. Of course, it's going to be a Tekken 8, of course, it's going to be a Street Fighter 6. But the like, Chrono Cross remaster, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, no. For, so it's interesting to 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 see that, and like, yeah, I definitely didn't. I definitely didn't peg Chrono Cross as the one that was going to get the remaster. So it does kind of make you wonder: Are these could these things? Because you know, this leak came directly from the Nvidia servers, and like the original um, beats around that story was like, oh, you know, they're just code names; they're just placeholder values. Are they now? A lot of those placeholders have been announced. Like, you know. Yeah. It, it's kind of got me wondering, like, do I think a Final Fantasy IX's coming soon? No, they still haven't finished Final Fantasy VII Remastered. This has got two parts to go. <laughs> would I like a nine? Sure. I know a few people that would love it, but... Padge would piss his <laughs> pants. Padge loves nine. I, honestly, I prefer a tactics remaster over over nine, but you know, to each their own. But it it does it does really make you wonder, like, what do Nvidia know? Yeah, like well, how yeah. how early do they get knowledge of stuff to put on their servers back end for what could be coming in the pipeline years in advance? Yeah, because I said the speculation at the time then, was that then, someone just straight up guessed a bunch of games. And then obviously, how's that going to go moving forward? Knowing that people have such well, I don't want to use the word easy, but they're so accessible that people found them and there goes a lot of the, you know, a lot of that, that surprise hype when they eventually Oh, don't get it. me wrong. People will still collectively shit themselves when they announce all these things. You know, an example is like what we're about to talk about now, like Resident Evil 4 remake. It has been known forever. Well, what feels like mm-hmm. forever, especially on the back of 2 and 3 remake and their success. We know 4 is coming. And the fact that they even tied story beats in a 3 to run into 4, we know it's coming. 
But when oh, yeah, the, sure. the day that they announce that, I am still going to shit. Well, I would hope so. It'd be really weird if you didn't that oh, day. Yeah. Unless you were, like, severely backed up or something. Yeah, but, but, but if I was going, oh, my God, Resident Evil 4 remake is confirmed, it would make me poop real hard. Well, since you've brought it up, let's let's move on to the Resident Evil rumors. It has been a while since we've heard anything about the rumored remake on, of Resident Evil 4, but a new report from Fanbyte suggests that the project is making some changes to the game. Citing sources speaking to the website, Imran Khan, who accurately reported on Xenoblade Chronicles 3, long before its announcement, claims that the remake is expected to be unveiled in early 2022. So a reveal may not be too far away. The changes made in the remake, however, are what fans will be most interested in. According to Imran Khan, the famous introductory sequences in which Leon Kennedy is chased by a gang of villagers will now take place at night. In fact, a, quote, decent portion of the game will now be under the cover of darkness. This is apparently to make for a scarier tone and to bring the game more in line with what was pitched during the development of the original title on Nintendo GameCube. Elsewhere, some of the optional campaigns like Assignment Ada and Separate Ways are being fleshed out, according to the report. Resident Evil 3 developer M2 is focusing on combining the two campaigns to make for a, quote, more fluid and polished companion piece. However, it's not yet known if the content will be part of the base package or sold later as DLC. It's also noted that side characters will be giving larger roles and more screen time. So there's... So I haven't replayed... How, how, how do you feel about Resident Evil 4 being more spooky? I'm down. I'm so down. Because like what mm. some of the things that I, I... Even though I love Resident Evil 4... Some of the things that I, it was the game that transitioned uh, Resident Evil to the more action-based one that we saw for five and six, and which essentially led to almost the downfall of the entire brand. So to have it get a more spooky vibe, I think we'll realign it with what two and three remake were delivering, return it to its roots a little bit. Because like the way that we're seeing these remakes, they are essentially soft rebooting a lot of the lore. They're removing a lot of the side games, a lot of the side, all these, you know, uh, 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 appendages that are on the lore that add asterisks and make it blurry and messy like they're all slowly being taken like you know sifted away which is good because they got way too complicated but delivering you that should, spooky tone you should try playing kingdom hearts well King, yeah well, fuck no <laughs> but uh you know it's yeah th th it makes it's going to make a more more better coherent story which i'm already i'm already here for big thumbs up for that and additionally you know the spooks is what i love when it comes to resi give me the spooks yeah for sure you know, uh, and like having alterations to the game, it makes sense. Like we, we heard about how they were making changes for the VR version. So I imagine that was going to come with this as well. And, you know, there's, I hope that there are some visual upgrades some visual changes for, uh, Resi 4. Cause the game, the game is very brown. It's so brown. So, like, add some more color to it, make it a bit sharper, crisper, like, add some more dynamics in terms of, like, you know, like, the whether it be, like, like so that, that village will look scarier in the night with some, like, HDR level fucking moonlight, god rays, that sort of stuff. It's going to make it fucking horrifying. And that is going to be awesome. Very, very excited uh, for Resident Evil 4 Remake. Um yeah, look, I, I'm not I'm not one of those purists that'll be like, why did you change it? Because I imagine, I can see the reasons why they would have done it, and it's okay with it. I'm fine with it. Well, Ryan. Oh, it's my Martha, turn. 
No, no, no. It's my. Oh, yeah, it is your turn. It is my turn. You back the fuck off, Max. Skip story. My bad. It's just on the horizon, Max. And you know what's just on the horizon? Horizon. Forbidden West. So this week, a new cinematic trailer has dropped uh, to show off the story. It's a story trailer for the game, especially when we're a week away from it. They're really starting to bring that home. They've also showed off some gameplay footage that was captured on a PS4. Now, we know in the past that they have shown PS4 Pro gameplay, but they straight up showed PS4 gameplay this week. And uh, holy shit. Holy shit, Max. There's a lot yeah. going on in that trailer. I'm like, yeah, it can't be a PS4, mate. It can't be. Like, it can't run smoothly. Like, there's no fucking way. Like, where, where is it falling short elsewhere, Max? Where is it falling short elsewhere? It takes 10 minutes to load. <laughs> <laughs> like, 45 minutes and you're in. Like, that's what they're going to have to like. You didn't tell you how long it took to get to that scene, but it did. Uh over on Twitter as well, you've now uh, have a little emoji when you use hashtag Horizon Forbidden West. So a little, a little face pops up and like, oh, hey, how you going? Uh, you can now preload the game, which makes sense because it is in the hands of reviewers at the moment. So it's very available uh, for those to preload. And just ahead of the launch of Forbidden West, they did announce uh, that Horizon Zero Dawn has hit over 20 million sales across the PS4 and the PC. An exceptional, exceptional turnout for the game. But I do wonder whether that's including the time they gave it away for free. Um, we can imagine a lot of people downloaded it when they did that. But talking about sales Maybe. here, not units. Yeah. So interesting. Um, let's, let's do a temp check, Max. How keen are you for Horizon next week? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I'm fucking hard. It's I'm so hard. Yeah. It may be the game that pulls me away from... Well, then Elden, Rings, like. Elden Ring's the week later, so... Uh, uh, Elden, Ring, Elden Ring and Destiny 2 are dropping, like, days, days after this game. That's yeah, we're, like, we're a bit fucked. But then again, thankfully, the back end of Feb is still busy, and then March is still busy. But, like, I'll have WWE, I'll, will it be Tiny Tina? Like, it's, it's a much smaller March, but... Uh, it's fucked. When we yep. Very, yeah. Fucked. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Next up, Martha is censored. Martha is dead will be censored on the PlayStation 5 and PS4. Publisher Wide Productions has announced the potentially, quote, distressing horror game will release unedited on other platforms like Xbox and PC. But the company states that, quote, it is with regret we have had to modify the experience on Sony's consoles with some elements no longer playable. Um, now, have no, they specified anywhere what was missing? Is, I'm going like, to somewhere- pull up... They, they posted one of those stereotypical pictures with words on it on Twitter. Yeah. So I'm just going to go over there real quick. I thought it was uh, something about sorry. hanging dong or something. But. Uh, Martha is Dead is a narrative adventure recommended for adult audiences only, with play consisting of potentially discomforting scenes and themes that may distress some players. Both Wire Productions and LKA have always been open and honest about Martha is Dead content, with the sensitive depictions in play consistently communicated to the media since the game was announced back in 2019. This content is also flagged clearly and repeatedly within the game itself before play begins. It is, with re- it is with regret that we have had to modify the experience on PlayStation consoles, with some elements no longer playable. After over four years of passion and hard work, developer LKA now requires extra time to make these unplanned changes. Uh, Martha is Dead, as a result, will still launch digitally on both PlayStation consoles 
uh, Thursday, February 24th, but the physical retail release will be delayed to a yet unknown disclosed date, although we anticipate this to only be a small number of weeks. Our physical edition will still contain the bonus content of a double-sided poster, digital tarot cards, and Martha is Dead digital EP. We will update players with the date we ship this edition as soon as we have the information. Those, play, uh, those people playing on PC and Xbox, uh, the version of Martha is Dead, are both unaffected by these developments and will launch with the full unedited gameplay as planned. We look forward to players experiencing the work of LKA on February 24th, 2022. So like my initial assumption was some sort of sensory sort of like, hey, can you please remove this fucking person with a with yeah with their boobies and penises out and stuff like, but that that sounds a little bit different to me. Or am I or am I mishearing? So or it sounds like development concerns rather than hanging so dog. Just looking through some of the Twitter comments and uh, some people mentioned uh, reference that there's a scene where you cut off um, someone's face. You wear it like a face-off situation. Hot. Um, it's weird that it's only being censored on PlayStation consoles. Yeah, and that's what makes me wonder. Like, is it is it a violent? Yeah, is it a violency thing? I, like, what's it's, the- it's a, yeah, it's a disturbing horror game, apparently. Yeah, but that's kind of what it what we what. It, that's, but that's what I mean. Known. Like, it's not it's not uncommon for things to be censored here in Australia, for instance. We 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 drop the ban hammer all the time on 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 stuff. But it's weird that a it's being censored on an entire platform, but not others. Like, I know that like Sony has like put uh, like bandage on like sort of anime games, like you know. Bunch of those mm. overly sexualized games. Hence, hence my at, assumption to some sort of sexualized content. But but I mean, look at Last of Us Two. Yeah, Last of Us Two was pretty graphic, and yeah, no one hung know, dong though, or took someone's face off and wore it on themselves. <laughs> I don't that I'm aware of. Anyway, uh, Reverend Puck in the chat says uh, Martha is dead. Great. Superman's mum can't catch a break yet again. Holy fuck! You know, I uh, when you when I did read the so I went Martha, like Superman's mum, like but I didn't vocalize it. And I kind of wish I did because Puck and I are clearly on the same page. Because it's actually it's actually Batman's mum. They're both okay. Them. They're both them. Well, she's not both their mums. No, not that that'd be. Oh my god, <laughs> what a story that would be. <laughs> Quick bits, Max. Uh... The Seafood Dev has confirmed that free content updates are coming soon, and this will include difficulty sliders or modes and accessibility options. Sick! You know, because saying this right now, I will unapologetically reduce the difficulty of the game. I, I, if, I, if that will allow me to finish it, you know I'm doing it. You know I'm doing it. Uh, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare sequel and New Warzone will uh, be experienced around a new engine. Sorry, we'll be using a new engine, I should say, which is good because I think they've been using the same Call of Duty one for a while now. So, yeah. Sick. Why not? Fantastic. Uh, the long rumored Chrono Cross, we've already discussed that. The Chrono Cross remaster is real. It's good. It will be called the uh, Cross, Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition, and it will be coming to your PS4 on the 7th of April. Uh, this is doesn't surprise me, but it essentially says, what the fuck is wrong with you people, including myself, because I bought it. The busted GTA remasters have sold over 10 million copies. 
So this is why they don't make games anymore. They just fucking talk you those ones because it's Jesus Christ. The game's fucked and it was still sold 10 million copies. That's goddamn mm-hmm. ridiculous. Uh, I'm gonna top, do, I'll do the top 10 to get your new releases. I know you love your new releases. I like my quick bits too, but you took them. Yeah, suck it. That's your fault. That's your fault for spacing it out, brother. Here are the top 10 best-selling PlayStation 4 games for the week, ending the 6th of February, 2022. Number 10, just scraping in, it seems. FIFA, 22. Number 9, Madden, 22. Number 8, Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Uh, number seven, It Takes Two was on sale this week. Number six, NBA 2K22. Number five, God of War. Number four, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number three, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number two, Call of Duty Vanguard. And number one, Dying Light 2, Stay Human. Uh, upcoming titles, we have Infernax on PS4 coming February 14th. Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires PS4, PS5 February 15th. The King of Fighters 15, PS4, PS5, February 17th. Fluffy Cubed, PS4, PS5, February 17th. And the big one this week, Horizon Forbidden West, PS4, PS5, February 18. It's pretty much the only one I'm looking forward to this week, Max. All the others can eat my bum. Sure. Especially Fluffy Cubed. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, everyone, for this uh, episode of For the Players, the Pop Culture Pussy Podcast. Uh, we always come into a place and it's always, it's always fun. I love having you all joining us live here on Twitch, uh, or in the, uh, your podcast service of choice. However, you, you choose to consume this, the show, uh, as we say, time is the most precious thing that you can give someone. And I appreciate you giving your time to us. Now, quick reminder, as we said, we do have that new sponsor of the show, which is Manscaped. Uh, if you would like to support the show uh, and trim your front area, because uh, look, it's called Manscaped, but honestly, it's kind of humanscaped. You like just because like it doesn't detect that it's not your ball sack, and uh, then turn off. Like you could use your vagine or your butt or your boobs or like don't have hairy boobs, I guess, or your beard or your face. Maybe not after you've done your ball sack or your gooch, but like you could use it on your face. You know, if you want to get a good beard trimmage. Um, yeah, so yeah, head over to au.manscape.com, uh, put in the pr- promo code FTP, it's on checkout, and you'll save yourself 20% uh, while also free worldwide shipping. Uh, your balls will thank you because they'll look good, they'll smell good. And Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day is coming up, Max, and if someone has to look at your shit, at least make it be nice, I suppose. Santa's on home. Well, everyone, this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. I'd like to come and. <laughs> I just completely threw myself Well, it's because BZ in the chat just goes, oh. you can also be used for pet care. Shave all your pussies and your puppies. <laughs> oh, BZ. Uh, if you'd like to come and chat PlayStation with us, come and check out our socials. Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join us as the conversation happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopculturist where you can watch us record this show live where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. 
if you are watching us, uh, listening to us on a pleasure, uh, what on podcast feeds, be sure to give us a five star rating and a written review, which you can now do on Spotify. If you are on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash the pop culturist. Uh, also, our merchandise store, because it's shop where you buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Or you could support the brands that support us. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. <laughs> Fuck, I was distracted there. And that was for the players. What, right. what caught your attention? What, what snapped you away? My kid's losing that shit. All right, fuckers, get out of here. Bye, everyone.